What's up everyone and welcome to episode 101 of the Justin Insight podcast, a show where I, Tim Birkbeck, talk to people involved in the world of alternative music and find out what makes them tick. I uh, hope everyone's well, Had a hope everyone had a lovely week. Um, I'm going to keep this intro shorter than usual because I'm very tired, I got up very early this morning for my day job um, and my voice is slowly giving up on me after band practice, so yeah, don't want to babble on for for too much um however though speaking of my bands we are playing in southampton um at the heartbreakers on monday may 27th so if anyone is along the south coast in southampton or just fancies coming along then it would be cool to come say hi come hang out yeah uh we're playing with uh we never learn to live as well so that's a better reason to come to the show to be honest um but yeah so that's going on with with us um, in other sort of gig-related news, I went and saw uh, Pagan in Southampton. Uh, had a lovely time. They are such an, a kind of mesmerising, mesmerising. There we go. Got that word out in the end. Uh, live band, and they've just got like such st- great stage presence. All four of them, like including their drummer, which is like a really cool thing to see. Um, so yeah, if they're playing anywhere near you, highly recommend it. Uh, they're playing Slam Dunk this weekend as well so if you're either at the north or south of those go check pagan out while when they play um i'm actually going to slam dunk this year first time i've ever gone i've kind of admittedly always kind of thought oh it's a bit of a pop punk fest it wasn't really my bag but the lineup this year is fucking sick so uh if anyone's going to slam dunk come give me a high five um right anyway speaking of pagan this week's guest is the band's bassist dan bonici um, I caught up with Dan before the show at the Joiners. We talk about growing up in Australia. Uh, we talk about what the vision for Pagan was when it kind of first started, um, and kind of what the next phase for the band is after the the success of their debut album Blackwash. Like, what's what's next for the band, and what's the direction they're kind of looking to go in? So yeah, please sit back, enjoy the chat that I have with Dan, and I'll see you on the other side. on the roof at the joiners uh joined by bassist of black and rock and roll band slash death disco band pagan dan benici uh dan thank you very much for joining me how's the tour been in general so far it's been great man it's um we, i i think i'm i'm already enjoying it more this time than last yeah. time i think last time it was all a, a bit of a novelty uh, yeah yeah you know we were excited we were just excited you know and everything was new whereas like this time i think we we now that we sort of know you know how to kind of be a touring band and yeah. in, like an international touring band and be away from home for this long because you yeah, can't yeah. like you can't tour this long at home it just doesn't exist yeah, you know? yeah. so um but yeah so it's 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 just been it's just been fun and i think it's just run everything's just running a lot more smoothly and um the shows have been great um, how, what date's this it's like seven or eight now okay, i think cool. yeah, so yeah, kind yeah. Of got, got your yeah we're in the groove and, and that's the thing is like, i think like Last time it was very like we'd wake up and it'd be like oh who, you know who the fuck knows what's gonna happen today. <laughs> yeah. Whereas like this time I think we've got we've got we've all got our own little routines you know like you know, everyone kind of wakes up at certain times yeah, and yeah. does their own thing in the morning and you know just just it, there's like the uh, there's like a real sense of like it feels like we're at home this time but we're away. Yeah, Whereas yeah, last yeah, time yeah. it was just like oh, complete unknown sort yeah, of thing. yeah yeah yeah. And um, I got touch one because I was you in Bristol last night. Yeah. Um, my f- very good friends in Punch On were one of the support bands. Oh, they were great. Night. They were great. Yeah. I wanted to, that's what I wanted to just see like how were those guys for for you because I think they're in a quiet taste, but I think they kind of fit in. With uh, I thought guys. it was sick. I love like uh, I'm not like a huge like um, music gear nerd. Right. Yeah. But like that the way that guitar player like splits his amps into yeah, like yeah, three yeah. three amps or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounded so big. Yeah. Man. I, I I loved it. That's good. I bought a I bought a like their long sleeve. Oh, so. sick! Nice. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, well, as I mentioned, obviously the show is called Justin Insight. I like to go right back to the very beginnings of your kind of origin story, so to say. So, what was kind of like your first exposure of like alternative music? Like, what kind of got you into sort of listening to that? Sort like, of like alternative music. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess kind of before that, um, before I got into like alternative music, I think the biggest thing for me to, to mention, if I'm going to tell this story, yeah, yeah, is that my, my my dad's a musician. Okay, cool. And and, and he still plays music today. Right. Um, and and even um, and he's just a, a, apart from being a musician, just a like 
crazy music fan okay. as well. So like music was huge yeah, yeah. in our household growing up. It was really important. Um, so I think the idea that I'd eventually get into playing music was just inevitable because there was <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. guitars and stuff everywhere. Yeah. But um, I think um, as far as like alternative music goes, man, I think the first band that I, I heard that I really kind of like, I when I, I kind of heard something and thought like, oh, that's sort of different to what I know, but yeah. I, whatever this is, I like this, was probably yeah. like The Offspring. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like Americana record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a, a staple. Huge for gateway people. for yeah, people, yeah. sort of like of our, yeah, of our yeah. age group, I suppose. Um, and so I remember like, I remember hearing the songs from that record that were on the radio and then... Um, I think my mum or my dad eventually like caved and bought me the record or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And and on that record, you know, there's like, you know, the, the singles are kind of cheesy, but there's a lot of fast songs on that yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. And I still didn't really understand that that was like a punk rock yeah. record or whatever. But um, that I, I, I kind of like, I really liked what I was hearing mm. um, in that respect. But then also too, like my dad liked a lot of bands, like, um, like my dad got me into like, Clash right. and uh, Madness, uh, a lot of like the British like punk bands, yeah, yeah. even even like Motorhead as well. Um, a big a big um, television show in our household was The Young Ones. I don't know. Oh if you've, yeah, you've yeah, yeah. Seen it? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I, I I got into a lot of music through that as well. Yeah. Uh, so I heard The Damned and, and Motorhead, and I still I still didn't really understand that it was kind of like alternative music or whatever. Yeah. But I knew that that's what I was kind of gravitating towards. Um, and then eventually I kind of like high school started and I just kind of, I got into skateboarding and yeah. stuff too. Um, but I still remember the biggest moment for me was like when I got into actual proper, like not on the radio right, yeah, punk yeah, yeah, music yeah. was, um, I used to stay at my auntie and uncle's house a lot and they had cable TV and like yeah. no one had cable TV okay. at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So I'd go there and just watch like the music channels yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. and, uh, and I'd watch wrestling. That's the, yeah. the main thing, right? Yeah. Right, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'd, um, but I'd watch the music channels. I remember there was a one very particular night where they were doing like two music videos back to back by the same band or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that that night, I, s- I simultaneously heard uh, like th- and saw two Pennywise videos nice. and two Millen Collin videos. Oh, okay, cool. And that was it. That was like, <laughs> yeah. I can, I can, it's so weird that I can pinpoint like to the very moment where I was like. I want to listen to fast music. I want to skateboard. Like, I don't understand what this is, but like, this is it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is totally it for me. And so I think like, from there I kind of like, we had like a really shitty like, CD store because like it was kind of like pre vinyl yeah, yeah, revival. Yeah, um, who would the the CD store sucked, but they could order in anything. <laughs> yeah. So I ordered like a, I think I ordered like a Pennywise record and a Millen Collin record. Um, and then had to wait like months for yeah, for yeah. them to arrive at the time because they were on import or yeah, whatever. Yeah, of course. Spent way too much pocket money <laughs> yeah. on them or whatever. But yeah, so that was that was kind of the the trigger for me was like, like that nineties punk. But then and then also like um, on the other end of the spectrum too was uh, like I really got into like Deftones. Yeah. And they're probably still my favorite band yeah, of all yeah. time. And they they kind of they introduced me to like kind of maybe like metal. But also like a bunch of other stuff too, because they were influenced by so much. So like yeah, yeah. through the Deftones, I heard like the Bad Brains, and I heard like Depeche Mode, yeah. and like all this stuff that has ultimately influenced probably like the way I approach Pagan now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it all it's 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 kind of interesting how I'm like 31 yeah. now doing pagan and it's so influenced by stuff that i was even into back then yeah, yeah, yeah. as a you know 13 I think 14 that's year the old thing. i think there's a lot of people that are kind of sort of our age kind of thing yeah. that uh sort of now playing music and getting a bit of a buzz around them mm. and you can kind of see all those influences like from all totally. those years ago kind yeah. of almost coming back around full circle like have you heard of the band from the uk called employed to set yeah 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 great band so great band very good friends of mine and sammy is like the biggest Slipknot nerd that I know. Yeah. And obviously their new records come out and it's, there's just like Slipknot worship all over yeah, their yeah, records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our singer Nikki loves Slipknot yeah, as well. Yeah. Like, and that, that like bands like that was so pivotal for, I think, like young people finding... I, I, I did an interview the other day, so I'm kind of repeating myself where I said this though, but like that kind of music, when you find it and it, if, if you're lucky enough to be someone that falls in love with that kind yeah. of music, 
it instills in you this like sense of purpose. Mm. I think like I w- that, and, and maybe you don't get that from any other type of music. No, I, think. I, I agree, and I think yeah. like because I'm a lot more kind of like hardcore leaning generally. Like yeah, I'm, yeah, and these and, days I probably yeah, like as far as heavy music goes, I probably am too. Yeah, now, but, yeah. and I think like as you say, that kind of that's what I was gravitating to because yeah. it had that message and everything. Mm-hmm. And you say once you're in it, you're kind of stuck there. Absolutely, yeah, 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 and and like. I, I, I always say this too, like, because I was so invested in, like, learning about this subculture too, man, I learned how to, like, catch a train so I could <laughs> get into the city to go to the one record store in yeah, Melbourne yeah, yeah. where I could buy these records. And, like, just the life skills that you learn from the pursuit of music that's hard to find. Yeah. Well, it's, I guess it's not that hard to find anymore because of the, you know, the internet and stuff. But, yeah, it's great. It's, it's, I can't think of maybe apart from, like, hip-hop, there's no other music that I can really think of that embodies as much of a lifestyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And obviously you mentioned kind of like your dad was a big musician and and stuff like that. So I guess this is kind of going to be an easy answer to my next question. Mm. But in terms of obviously now playing bass in Pagan, like was bass always the the instrument you were drawn to? Or was it guitar? Was it something else? What was your kind of first... Man, I think... I really wanted to play the drums. Okay. So when I started high school, the school that I went to offered like instrument lessons yeah, 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 yeah. You just paid like i don't know it was like 30 bucks a term or something yeah. and some like loser would come to the school and like <laughs> teach you how to play really crappy songs or whatever but um i think i wanted to learn the drums and i i told my dad and my dad i still remember my dad saying this too and my dad comes from like that like kind of like cover band world right okay. where, where you're like you're earning money like yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. you know and you're playing for three hours a night and you know and all of that sort of thing i remember my i'll never forget my dad being like no nah. Like, <laughs> learn, learn the bass because there's always work for a good bass player. Okay, that's fair. And enough. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is sick. I'm going to learn the bass and I'm going to make heaps of money. And <laughs> here I am now drinking, uh, you know, free red stripe in <laughs> Southampton because it's, it's all I can afford at the yeah, moment. You've got to get what you've got to get, haven't you? But, um, so then kind of in terms of, like, your sort of starting bands and, and yeah. things like that, like... You say again, that was kind of in that covers band mm. world. Was that kind of your introduction, or had you kind of where was your sort of brain at? Like when you sort of like, oh, I want to actually sort of start playing music and kind of yeah. Like, like I think, um, I think I always knew that I was going to learn an instrument mm. just because of him. Yeah. Um, and 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 I kind of should backtrack too and say I really did fall in love with the bass. Yeah, yeah. Like that's always been number one for me. I, I can I can play other instruments, but yeah. the bass has always been something that. Uh, it's my only constant in my whole life. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, um, but I never, I don't think I ever, <clears throat> because, I think because of the type of bands my dad did, I always thought that, you know, normal people just do cover bands. Right, and I don't, okay. And so I don't think it really was until I started listening to like punk and hardcore where I was like, oh, no, you, I'm allowed to do a band yeah, too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can do whatever I want, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, what is this, like an ice cream truck? Ice cream bag. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I was like, uh, I, I think it was, it probably was finding people at, in, in high school. Yeah. Cause I, I like, and I'm sure you probably remember this too, like pre-internet when you met someone that also liked AFI as yeah, much yeah, as yeah. you did, in, you were just friends. Oh like, yeah, 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 you definitely. Know? Oh, you're like sick of it all. Me too. Yeah. yeah Great. Yeah. Because no one else does. That's you, like, know, you might be the worst human in the world, but we're friends now. That's the thing. Like, I'm not sure if it was necessarily a, a fashion thing that hit the states, but apparently well, I'm wearing skinny jeans now. But like the whole like spray on jeans thing. Oh, that, dude, yeah, that was totally. like a signifier. And if you saw someone, you're like, I'm gonna be friends with that guy. A hundred percent. Yeah. No. 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 A hundred percent. Yeah. And even before that too, it was super baggy jeans. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Bob, Bob yeah. 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 Totally. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was absolutely a thing, and that's that's how. I've I've got friends today that I just you know some of my dearest friends that I literally just met because I went to a show yeah. that no one else wanted to come to and I saw another person standing there by themselves and you strike up a conversation because yeah, yeah. they you know they, they had the Chromags t-shirt that you wanted and you and then you were your friends like yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it was like, and there's a real charm to that and I'm gonna sound like an old person but I, I feel actually feel bad for like young kids getting into like music now yeah because I just don't know if that that still exists as much that, no, that kind of like again it's the it so hard to find records it was so hard to find 
people who liked that type of yeah. music back then, especially in Australia too. Like, cause I, like we always had a, we always had a scene in a community yeah. and stuff, but it was, uh, it was slim pickings. Like, yeah. You know, there was, but, well, I was, was going to touch upon cause obviously I've never been to Australia. Yeah. Yeah. I know obviously that it's a massive country and obviously it's like, yeah. Vast lands is completely empty. Very vast, very yeah. vast. And makes touring difficult because yeah. it is so, you know, so, so spread in out. terms of that, like, where exactly were you growing up and what mm. was it kind of like musically, like, in terms of kind of the more alternative leaning sort of stuff? Did, as you say, like, learning to get a train and stuff like that. Was, yeah. Was it that you had to travel to go to shows? Uh, so, to be honest, like, I always, uh, so, so, so Pagan are from Melbourne, right. um, which is, as far as it's probably. M- maybe even more so than Sydney, like the the most like culturally diverse yeah, yeah, city yeah. in Australia. It's a great place. Right? Yeah. And um I I was lucky, I always only really lived like tops like half an hour out of city. Okay, of city. that's not so bad. I was always pretty pretty sort of in, yeah, yeah. sort of inner suburban. But like the suburb that I grew up in, I grew up in the western suburbs, which is pretty like, you know, working class. Yeah, yeah. Um and like kids in my school there was there was no no one was really into that. Like, yeah, yeah, really. yeah. It was very um, very sports focused, I guess, just because of the kind of blue collar nature. Yeah, so yeah. like, if you were if you were anything in high school, you were you were a, you know if, uh, we have like Australian rules football, yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, an yeah. AFL player or you know. So that was that. It was sort of non-existent in my little area where I was growing up. So we were we me and my kind of little crew of loser friends were like <laughs> we, we were we were we would go across town a lot to like the peninsula which is where right. Ni- where nikki comes from okay um because they had a pretty good hardcore scene okay. there's a lot of bands um i don't know if you know like carpathian yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, used to love yeah, yeah yeah so they they were from that side of town yeah. um so we were going to see them a lot but also there was a great venue kind of in the heart of the city that, okay. that isn't there anymore but it was called the art house and that that venue was huge for all of us like mm. Because it was, there was punk bands on every night. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they would do all ages shows on okay. Sundays as well, Sunday afternoons yeah, as yeah. well. So that was sort of the where we were going to to sort of be introduced to to all of that kind yeah, of music. Yeah. And that's what I mean. So we, it wasn't like I was traveling like miles and miles. And yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, super isolated. Or <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. that at all. It was just that I just came from kind of a worker town where, yeah, yeah. And, you know, music and art weren't the biggest priority for people because it was you know people just trying to make a living and Mm. um yeah so yeah but i wasn't too far from the thick of it so and i was pretty lucky in that sense yeah yeah and then in terms of kind of you actually sort of playing music and uh, again in specifically in that kind of alternative Mm. world sort of thing was there kind of like as you say were your sort of early bands were they kind of like just sticking to one place were you able to go out of out of town and things like that yeah so i played i like i played in a few i played in a few bands that just didn't play shows right um and that was that was funny like but it was like <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know you learn how to write songs yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, you know from playing with other people and all of that sort of thing and it was again just just finding kids in school and it's like oh, okay you know you like this band you you're learning the guitar i'm learning the bass i know this one guy can hit a drum yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, that was cool the first the first band that i played in that did any touring i, I did a played in this like super chaotic like metalcore okay and um called jack the stripper <laughs> nice. yeah um, which was, was real dumb real dumb yeah. I re- it was it was weird with that band too as everyone that i was in the band with eventually quit Right, and they got all got replaced with new members, and then they became a really good band. Okay, so it was like, but we sucked. Like yeah. we were, we were terrible. <laughs> but we were playing like, we we were playing like, one or two shows a week. Like, oh, and just, wow, okay. yeah, around Melbourne, and, yeah, and no yeah. one was coming because we were playing so much. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that, like, just you know, and you're just like dumb, and you just want to play all the yeah, time yeah. and stuff. Um, which is which is cool. There's like, a charm to that. But um, we, yeah, that was sort of the first band where I did any sort of like kind of leaving the the state and going to other cities and stuff um not nothing huge or yeah. anything but that was that was interesting like mm. just just learning how to travel with a group of people yeah and, yeah um so yeah that was that but but to be honest uh, I, I guess after that i did like a punk band that did a little bit of touring as well yeah. um pagan's the first band that i've ever done that's toured to this extent though okay um, and again, like in Australia, it's not that uncommon because 
like, touring is is expensive and hard yeah, in yeah, Australia, yeah. and you can't really do it that much. Like, it's silly to do it that much because yeah. you, you know. Well, I think like even if like from the flip side, that's why you don't necessarily see bands from like the UK and the US. Mm-hmm. They'll go to like Australia and they'll probably mix it in with Japan or something like that. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's it's not. It's expensive to yeah. go and play in Australia, and I totally understand that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I guess um, just to sort of, I guess it's probably relevant to sort of bring up the way that Pagan kind of started was yeah. that we, I played in a punk band, and like Matt and Matt, our drummer, and Xavier, our guitar player, played in another band, that and our bands were playing a lot. Right. Okay. Um, and so, and I, I loved their band so much. They played in this band called Kill the Matador. Okay. That was fucking awesome. And um, <laughs> I have a like Kill the Matador tattoo. Oh, I was no, like, right, I think I was like, I was the only person that cared. <laughs> and I thought they were the coolest dudes. And I was like, I'm gonna be friends with these dudes. These these guys are awesome. So, yeah. At one point, we all worked in like a skate shop together. Oh, okay, cool. And um, we, yeah, just kind of, we were all at a point where we were kind of overdoing bands, to be honest. Right. But we were like. Uh, we'll, we'll try it, you yeah, know, yeah, see, yeah. If, see if it works. Um, and then I played in another band, like a kind of Riot Girl okay. kind of punk band with Nikki uh, oh, okay, as cool. well. Um, so when that, when when the when me and the boys started playing, we were like, "Who should sing for this?" I was like, "Ah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a secret weapon." <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, and that's that's sort of how the band yeah, came yeah. together. Yeah. And in terms, I read somewhere that like. The initial kind of idea of, of Pagan wasn't necessarily to be what it is now. It was kind of just going to be like a bit of a pet project. Is that it was true? Absolutely. And, and that was the thing. It was like we all wanted to play music in some capacity, but we didn't want to do it like... we. I didn't want to play on Wednesday nights in fucking Melbourne to, yeah, to yeah. four people anymore. Like yeah. I just... It's exhausting. It's tiring. It's disheartening. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing is great. Like playing music is sick. But that it sucks, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and people try to like romanticize it so much, and it's like it it actually blows. It yeah. actually is like it's so like it hurts that yeah, no yeah, one yeah, cares. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So we we our thing was like okay, let's just we're just gonna like every now and then let's, let's like put out a song online, and let's not play heaps. When we do play, let's play because we just put something out, or yeah. let's maybe only do very small tours or whatever um and i think that what we were doing was being lazy (laughs) but i think for for us and i'm not i don't think it would work for every band but for us it was sort of like every time we played it was a party it was it was almost like an event because we didn't do it much yeah so so people kind of like maybe sort of word of mouth had heard it yeah yeah yeah. and we kind of created this like I sound like an idiot, but like there was almost like a mystery to the band because yeah, yeah. it was this sort of thing that you know people would hear about and be like, "Well, when can I see him play?" Oh, I actually can't see him play for another two months. Yeah, yeah. And then two months passes, and it's like, man, I'm pretty hyped to see yeah, this band yeah, yeah. play. So that was sort of our our method of of doing it. Um, when we 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 signed some deals to some to some indie labels mm. and stuff. Who were, who were kind enough to sort of give us a small recording budget. And that's when we were sort of like, okay, well, maybe now it is feasible for us. Because we didn't think we'd ever get that. Like, we didn't yeah, think yeah. we'd have that sort of interest or anything like that. Um, I thought what we were doing was so niche, mm. you know. But um, when that was sort of on the table, it was like, well, okay, well, look, again, we didn't want to invest a whole heap of our own money into doing this. <laughs> yeah, of course. But now, now maybe, you know, there's, there are some people that want to help us do this. Let's <coughs> let's try and write an album, and yeah. you know, and then we did that, and then it did a lot better than <laughs> yeah. again than I thought yeah. any of us thought it would do. We're all so proud of the record. Mm. Like I, I'm so stoked on, yeah, on Blackwash, yeah, yeah. but uh, I, I never in a million years thought it would get me to the other side of the world. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And I, I'm sure. You interview a lot of bands, and a lot of bands probably say that, but yeah. like, ne- never did I think that we would end up investing so much into this band. Yeah, yeah. And it it's been so rewarding for us mm. to, you know, and and again, it was I think it was just that attitude of like, 
let's not care. Yeah, yeah. And let's not expect anything. You know, you should. I don't think anyone should ever expect anything from music. And I think maybe I did in in some of the older bands that I played in. Maybe I thought you know I was you know a little bit bigger than <laughs> yeah you know, yeah. My head was a little bit yeah, bigger yeah, than yeah. what was actually going on. This time it was just like this is this is just fun for us, and we're only going to do it if it's fun for us. Yeah. And um, the output is better because of it. I think. Yeah. So um, yeah. So now here we are doing like. 17 dates in, <laughs> yeah. in Europe and, uh, and yeah you mentioned kind of like having that thought of like this is a bit too niche and I mm. think obviously now that you guys obviously have the album out it's a bit it's a polished kind of thing mm. that it is difficult to kind of pinhole you guys but like in those early days was there kind of a thought process of like what you wanted to sound like has the chain has the sound changed dramatically or is it still very much kind of similar to what it was in those embryonic stages that's a that's a good question because um, I think I, I definitely think if you if you go back and listen to the stuff that we recorded sort of early on mm. it, it exists on the yeah. internet out <laughs> yeah. there somewhere it was definitely heavier like it was definitely more I think um, you know I think like Z- Xavier was really into like the gallows and, right, okay. and the, those sorts of bands and stuff and like I I was I I was convinced it was going to be like a high on fire kind of thing, okay. real kind of stonery. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think it was like Nikki suggested we try like because Nikki loves black metal. Like okay. we all do, but Nikki loves <laughs> black metal. Um, and she was like, "Can we do blast beats?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah well, okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, so that that kind of got incorporated into the into the mix, and then it was, but then it was um. We wrote, um, so there's a song on, on the album now called Wine and Lace. Yeah. And that was the first song that we ever wrote with a disco beat. Right, okay. And that was, um, I hated it. I was like, this is, <laughs> well, I, I hated it because I, I like, I got right into like, I, I used to love like Blood Brothers and um, even like indie bands like Block Party. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. And I'm just like, the disco beat thing is done. Gone. yeah, yeah, Everyone, yeah. it's been, it's, it's so like early 2000s like you know cardigan wearing yeah. fucking you know <laughs> everyone that i went to university with basically <laughs> yeah and, yeah totally and i know i i loved all that stuff at the time but i'm like i'm over it i'm done yeah, yeah. so when we wrote this we wrote this song one and lace and everyone was like yeah this is sick this is the best and i'm like i don't know i don't know about this so i i um i remember like i really dwelled on that song for a few days right. i was just like sucks it's like, <laughs> hate this by the time the next band sorry i just, no, I just no, um, cool. um by the time the next band practice rolled on i was like man we're putting disco beats in every song <laughs> it's actually so sick so yeah that's where all that that came from and then and that that song and that's why that song made the record even yeah. it was kind of older is I, I think that was the real turning point for yeah. us stylistically and i think that song is really important to me because i i i went through this sort of like real kind of like grappling with like um you know i want this to be a heavy band i I don't want this to and then by the literally like in the space of a week i was like fuck it we're gonna do whatever we want and we are gonna play music that just makes us happy and makes us feel good and we're gonna start blocking out everything else that's going on Mm. and just do like something that is totally and authentically us yeah and i think that that's Blackwash, and yeah, I think yeah. that the newer records, we've started writing new songs and stuff, and I think it's it's only going to become more a reflection on the people in the band rather yeah. than any sort of outside influences. Yeah. You're always you're always subconsciously influenced by music that you of like. Of course, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It's, an, it's inevitable, but there's definitely no like, oh, we should do a part that sounds like this band. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. That that doesn't exist when we when we write music yeah. anymore, which I'm really proud of because it's it's just like. You know, you know what would be cool if we tried this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we try it, and it doesn't work, so we try something else. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's sort of like where our heads are at, yeah. very much. And I want to circle back around to that in a minute, but I want to introduce something else first because Please. it, it yeah. kind of will lead to my next question. Yeah. Um, but obviously, aesthetic is something that's quite big with you guys. Huge. See, yeah. Like the inverted cross and things like that. And so, was that kind of something that kind of came along later, or was that something that you? guys kind of had in your mind that when, when sort of things had kind of maybe started picking up a little bit that you wanted to have an aesthetic no that that was there from the start okay. so 
the whole kind of other side of like, you know, let's not play much is we we wanted to kind of create this this aura around the band. Mm. So rather than play heaps of shows, it was like let's just let's just make this interesting because it's interesting. Yeah. You right? So we um I, I, I always just had this idea and this is sort of like going back sort of before the band started to do I wanted to do a band that was more than just like songs. Okay. And I wanted it to become something that like if you're really into the band, if you find this band and you get really into it, I want you to be able to like fully nerd out over it and yeah, just yeah, like yeah. really kind of immerse yourself. But also like feel like you're a part of something. And that's why when we talk about like the cult and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. thing, it's like it's it's all like pretty tongue in cheek, but I'm dead serious when I say like if you're into the band, like you're part of a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that all just comes from like and this is we're doing like a full circle right now, but <laughs> yeah. Going back to like when I first got into punk and hardcore and even metal is I felt like I was finally part of something. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I think that the essence of that maybe with the internet and all of that sort of thing has kind of disappeared. Hmm. So at our shows, I want to kind of recreate that feeling where if you're into this band, it, you know, you're part of something yeah. and you can really immerse yourself in it and it, create this kind of world that exists around the band. Hmm. So... Yeah, aesthetic aesthetic was like huge for us. Yeah. I think I, I and I have no qualms with saying like I think it's like equally as important as our music. Yeah. Yeah. Well the reason I wanted to lump those two things together yeah. is because my first kind of interaction with you guys was just seeing the name and obviously the like recognition of pagan pagan rituals and things yep. like that. So obviously your brain instantly kind of went, This is gonna be maybe a Doom band or a black metal band yep. sort of thing like that. But then I saw the photo of you guys and yep. it was all kind of neon and things like that and I was sort of like oh I don't have a clue what this is going to be awesome sort of thing. and that's that's perfect so yep. like I was going to say so and then kind of for my naivety I just kind of left it I don't know why I just didn't check you guys out for a yep. little while and then I can't remember what song it was but I heard a song and I was sort of like oh okay this is quite interesting went back and then just everything about it I was just sort of like this has completely shattered any expectations that I had going into it. Cool. So was that, obviously from your reaction there, yeah. is that kind of everything encompassing that what you wanted Pagan to be? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, 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 I very much wanted it, again, to be a reflection on the people in the band. Mm. So, like, so much of the aesthetic is just made up of just stuff we think is cool. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so for sure. And, and like... Man, there are so many bands that I'll, I'll hear the name of a band, right? And I'll, you know, your, your mate will come up to you and be like, oh man, you should listen to fucking Bong, <laughs> yeah. Bong Gobbler or so whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I no, I'm not yeah, going yeah, to yeah, because yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that and I, you're telling me the name of this band and, and I already exactly know what it, what it sounds is. like yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's not interesting. There's nothing that I can really like pursue. Um, I, I really love finding music now where I... I, I have to research it like I kind of have to figure yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. get to the bottom of it um, so yeah that that's exactly what I wanted with, yeah. with Pagan I think what, what we all want is if you see a photo I don't want you to assume what you're going to hear is yeah, yeah. what you're going to hear you know yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah totally, totally and then in terms of kind of you mentioned earlier kind of Nikki can sort of bring in the introduction of sort of blast beats and stuff mm. and obviously as I've grown older Blast beats have a very, very special place in my heart. Good. So when <laughs> that kind of element came into the songs, I was sort of like, oh, fuck, sort of yeah. thing. Um, but on the kind of flip side, there is kind of a younger audience that are drawn to you guys. Mm -hmm. So is there kind of an element that, not saying to lump this on you, but like, that because you're playing, like, I guess, take Slam, Slam Dunk in yeah. a couple of weeks as a prime example. When that festival first started, it was pure out and out pop punk festival. yeah 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 I heard that and yeah. that, now they're starting to introduce heavier bands and things like that but because there's a band like you that's kind of in that sort of lineup, do you think that people will kind of come to see you and then be like oh I can link this to Knock Loose I can link this to Glassjaw and yeah. things like that and then maybe go and check out those heavier bands De definitely I ho and I, I hope so too and again like uh, like a band like Glassjaw is a great example like Matt and I love Glassjaw yeah Love Glassjaw. I'm so excited to see Glassjaw <laughs> yeah. at Sam Dunn. Um, and I, you know, that was, again, the way I found out about so many bands was, you know, 
through other bands. Mm. So yeah, I, I, I certainly hope that's the case, you know. Um, I it's a weird question because like I when we obviously like when we write, we just we write for yeah, us, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. It's I think music is a very selfish pursuit. Like you you kinda not doing it for anyone oh, of course. But yeah, yeah. yourself. So I don't really think about that, but now that you kinda mention it, it's like yeah, I I I, I really pride us on the fact that I think that we've gotten to a point as a as a live band that like I think we can play with just about anyone yeah. like I don't I don't it's so rare that I feel uncomfortable on a lineup and I'm I, and I, like we've played festivals where we've been the only heavy band okay cool you know and gone down a tree yeah 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 you know? and I love that um, and that's sort of what I I I hope like I, I, I would love I remember like first time we ever toured um, I still remember there was a girl at one of the shows who came up to us after we played and she was like I've never seen a heavy band before mm. but I love what you did oh that's cool and I want to hear more of this yeah, yeah, yeah. and that to me is like the biggest compliment is that someone who probably has no idea about any of <laughs> yeah, your influences yeah, yeah. can like hear you do something and it ultimately be the reason that they maybe then pursue all of that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. thing. That's such a, that's such a compliment mm. to me. You know, it's a, a guy who likes converge telling me that he likes pagan is yeah. Good. I'm, there you go. Cool, great. Guilty as charged. <laughs> nice, nice of you, but of course, like uh, that's yeah, you're yeah, supposed yeah, to. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but someone it's more connectable. Than, totally. Yeah. But someone, even even someone saying like, you know, I'm really into Newfound Glory, and I usually listen to those sorts of bands, but I I really like what you do, and maybe I'll listen to more of that. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And just to kind of backtrack a, a little bit, obviously, when you guys kind of. I guess started touring a bit more properly sort of thing. Yeah. Obviously, you may not be able to answer this directly because it's sort of surrounding Nikki a bit more, but obviously here in the UK, there's a stream of fucking incredible bands that have female members. Yeah. But in the last sort of maybe two, three months, there's still this fucking bullshit like of women shouldn't be in heavy music and all that sort of thing. So like... Obviously, I don't know what the Australian scene's like at all, but was there a pushback at all in any aspect when you guys started kind of hitting the road a bit more properly, having Nikki front and centre? Yeah, this is like, I mean, this is, Nikki obviously would be the best place to answer this, but I I think the biggest thing for us when the band started is that we we knew that we didn't just want to have like another, another like angry white dude, (laughs) you know, we... We wanted to be a platform for a different voice, and that's why Nikki was the obvious choice yeah, yeah. to join the band. And I really pride us, pride myself on being a, you know, providing a platform for someone else to have, say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're right. There, like, there are so many fuck, especially over here. There are so many fucking amazing, like, heavy female fronted bands. It's, yeah, it's sick. There's not as many at home, and there should be. Yeah. Um. There is, but in the greater music community like there is such a push at the moment to you know diverse yeah yeah lineups and and all of that sort of thing so like you know i i, I want to i'd want to say and hope that you know 90 percent of the time people are very very supportive of yeah, Nikki. Yeah. um and like take away the fact that she's a woman she's just a killer vocalist she's an animal like she is <laughs> yeah. she is she is pure like intensity on stage and like I think I would what I mean what I would love and I, with with the total disclaimer of like I'm a dude so what I want shouldn't really <laughs> yeah. matter in this conversation but like I would just love to see the conversation go away oh, where it's no, yeah, yeah, where yeah, it's I not totally like you know Pagan is a female fronted band it's Pagan is a band Brands, and yeah, they yeah. fucking rule yeah. like end of story yeah, you know? yeah, yeah but yeah no I, I I've definitely um I've definitely sort of experienced secondhand obviously some of the criticism that Nikki has, yeah. has, has has got and a lot of it a lot of it is just ignorance too a lot of it is just dudes um people even because it's, it's even come from women to be honest just yeah. just not knowing that what they're saying is 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 just a bit backwards <laughs> yeah. you know um so yeah th- like there's there's always there's always going to be a uh i guess like a you know 
you, you odd idiot who, yeah, 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 who yeah. just doesn't know how to speak and you know and, and and unfortunately there are some people who are very malicious and some people who really just do believe those sorts of horrible things yeah. about you know a woman's place in in music and that yeah. sucks that's gross to me but um no like i i i again i mean i we come from a bubble that's very obviously very supportive of of, of women yeah of course yeah, and yeah. all of that so maybe maybe my kind of view on how she has been treated is a little bit sheltered yeah. but um for the most part like i think that a lot of a lot of people you know for for the one for the one person that wants to see her fail there are like a hundred that yeah, want to see yeah, her yeah, succeed yeah. you know and, and and that's that's me matt and zave included yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and and in terms of kind of like blackwash yourself obviously you mentioned earlier that it's kind of defied expectations from from your point of view but like every time i listen to it like there's a lot of records like even records that i adore and like favorite records there's a skippable track but this i don't know just everything through oh you think so yeah that's so nice of you that's Um, cool so like when you guys kind of finished it like did you kind of i know it's a bit like egotistical to say but did you kind of think like no we've got a killer record on our hands or was it sort of like once the momentum kind of behind it sort of started kicking in that you were like oh shit people actually dig this we've done quite well for ourselves i I was i was stoked on the record as soon as we finished it like i was i was i definitely knew that we we'd done something really good but like i'll be honest with you like um there's two songs on the record um one is called the greatest love songs yeah um i didn't really like it that much like i just wasn't I just wasn't into it. I just yeah. didn't, I didn't think it was like all that great. Like it was, it's a good song. Like it's cool. <coughs> didn't love it until we started this sort of like last run of, so, so we toured Australia right before we came right. here. Um, and that was the first time on this tour is when we've been playing it live. Okay, cool. And now I love it. Yeah. yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So that song. And then um, there's another song on the record called blood moon that I really had a hard time during the writing of that song okay. and Matt did as well where it, to, to the two of us it was just like I feel like this is just part after part after part it's right. weird like, yeah, yeah. so we weren't super into that and that was another one that I don't think either of us really fell in love with until we started playing it live yeah. um, so yeah I, th- I, 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 I loved the record I was so proud of the record but I definitely felt like there were maybe things I would have done differently yeah, or, or yeah, yeah. whatever. So I probably like in hindsight, and this is, this is probably like egotistical, but <laughs> I, I think I like it more now than now that we play everything on yeah, it live yeah, yeah. than I did when we first finished it. Okay. Yeah. And then sort of in terms of kind of like the live experience sort of thing, like, I don't know, like there's something, uh, I guess it's kind of that, that sort of like the whole disco beat kind of, thing bringing back into it but obviously still keeping kind of like the heavier elements of of things so like i don't it's hard to kind of see because obviously i know like from playing live like it is just sort of something in the moment kind of thing but like playing those songs live is it just sort of like a wash of energy comes over and that's kind of why we see the kind of energy that you guys are portraying live sort of thing yeah yeah i think so for sure i don't really like I don't really remember the shows after <laughs> yeah, they happen, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely. I, I, I think a very very important thing that I like to make very clear about Pagan is that like we try to make everything as organic as yeah. possible. So like when we play, nothing that we do is like rehearsed or yeah yeah yeah. We, we practice the songs, of course, obviously. yeah yeah. Um, but we you don't um, say like, oh we're gonna jump on this part. We're gonna jump on this part. <laughs> yeah. There's none of that. There's none of that. Um, you know. And we, you know, we play real guitars through real amps <laughs> yeah. and all of that sort of thing. Like we we love all that stuff. So yeah, I think it, I think it is just like it's it's very ritualistic. I mm. think it's very like as soon as as soon as the set starts, I'm I'm in another place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the shows where I don't feel that way are for me the the not good shows. Yeah. Um, the ones where I'm like totally out of my head and I'm just in that moment are the ones for me that I come off saying like, that was a good show. Yeah. yeah, good yeah. Show. So yeah, it, it, it's um, all going to plan. It, it, it is just sort of this like out of body experience yeah, yeah, yeah. for 
I think we're playing like 40 minutes now. Yeah. Um, which is, and it's, it's great. It's, um, I, I, you know, like you ever watch like, like serial killer documentaries yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing that has always really fascinated me about those documentaries is like, you know, you'll hear like, oh, he like, he, he cut up her body and then he ate a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what, what's with the eating? Like they yeah, always yeah, eat yeah. afterwards. And I, I've noticed on this tour, I'm like, I'm always hungry after we play. Like I'm always, I've, I've that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's that, it's that like, just that total rush of adrenaline. Um, I'm obviously not trying to compare our show to <laughs> a brutal murder of someone, but, but it's, it, it's definitely just like that, that kind of like, you're getting everything out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And by the end of it, you're just like, oh man, I'm, hungry I'm, yeah yeah, yeah. I'm you like need that. to refuel yeah i feel yeah. like an empty vessel now yeah. you know yeah cool and then you've briefly touched upon obviously sort of already kind of starting to dabble with like new music and mm. stuff like that so i guess like without kind of giving too much away like is it kind of along the lines or are we sort of swinging one way swinging the other way or is it still very much blueprint stages um it's still it is still very much blueprint blueprint stages but i think the way I, I look at what we've done so far is that I feel like some of it is heavier than right. anything we've ever done. Okay, cool. And then I feel like on the polar opposite end of that, some of it is like the most poppy <laughs> stuff that we've done. And I, so I think it's going to be a real fork in the road okay. for us. And I think the challenge will be how do you do that and make it a consistent record? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, there's cool stuff though that an interesting thing about like the way we're writing at this time too is that like no one's coming in with riffs or right, anything okay. so it's literally like we'll um, we'll book a rehearsal studio for two days set up stuff and then kind of like sit there and tinker and yeah, then Xavier yeah. will play like a chord that I like and I'll be like I like That's that. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. chord, Xavier. Keep playing that, <laughs> and then the songs just start from there. And it's yeah, way, yeah. it's way more like jam. Like I hate the word jammy, but yeah, yeah. jamming. But like it's, it's way more just kind of like, Fluid. yeah, we just yeah. build it up from total scratch. So. Yeah. I think that's kind of the way this record's going to be written, as opposed to the last one, which was like, you know, oh, me or Zave had a riff. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 cool. It's 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 definitely going to be a pagan record, yeah. but it, it'll be a different kind of pagan record yeah. for sure. And before I wrap things up, obviously we've mentioned Slam Dunk yeah. briefly, and you mentioned at the very beginning Miller Connolly. Yeah. Apart from them and Glassjaw, any other bands that you're looking forward to checking out? Uh, at Slam Dunk. Yeah. Man, the the there's a. Are you going to be at Slam Dunk? I am. Indeed. Yeah, that that Impericon stage yeah, is yeah. just like perfect yeah, so yeah, yeah like, that's um, kind of, that was a selling point yeah me. so yeah obviously obviously Glassjaw um, and, and then on that stage is like I think Angel Dust yeah Turnstile Not Blues Turnstile yeah. Turnstile I saw Turnstile live for the first time at the start of the year they played on a festival that we played on in Australia oh, okay. and I was so blown yeah, away yeah, dude. Yeah. so blown away so I can't wait to see them again um, I, I really wanted to see like saves a day but they're playing at the same time as us oh no that would have been a nice little throwback <laughs> yeah. um, get up kids if I can make their set too yeah. I'd, I'd love to see them um, yeah but yeah that's probably I think like Cancer Bats are on that stage too. yeah 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 I've never actually seen them play really like, never oh, wow. never they, seen a Cancer Bats show they put on really good live yeah. like considering how much material they have like they just blow out of the park Sick. every single time yeah awesome like they play all the bangers but then every single like every so often they'll throw a curveball and it's like oh shit they're playing this song yeah. live sort of thing it's like yeah so yeah Sick. i can't really wait cool. yeah i'm i'm just yeah, I, i'm I'm just excited to hang out at that festival too. Like I just, I, I, from what everyone said, like I've not heard a bad word about it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone's just told me that the vibe think, is great. I only went so my first year was last year. Yeah. Um, but prior to that, they they had it. Well, the one in the south anyway. They had it in like a uni building. Yeah. And apparently there was a lot of trouble like getting to and from the stages because you've kind of had to like go through all these corridors and shit but oh, like, really? now yeah. it's like a proper a bit more streamlined a bit more yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. so it's a lot more easy to be like right I'm gonna go here I'm Sick. gonna go there awesome thing. cool right Dan before I let you go yeah. how I round things off is I like to ask my guests what their favourite song is but, but with a bit of a twist yeah so what is your favourite pagan song you like to play live and why my favourite pagan song to play live uh, I've always really liked playing the song Holy Water yeah um, and, and it's absolutely because 
I really like the bass line. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> every point. That's your job. Um, no, I just like the I like the vibe of that song. It's got this really kind of like boppy, kind of like beachy feel yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's always been my favorite, and no one I think no one agrees with me. On it. I <laughs> that's think, fine. If yeah, it's yours, it's yours, I think they've been it? trying to kick that one out of the set for ages. I'm like, no, we're, <laughs> fuck, we're fucking playing that song. Sick. Perfect. Dan, yeah. Thank you very much for your time. Really Absolute pleasure, it. dude. Cool. So there we have it, folks. Thanks again to Dan for taking some time out before the show to have a little chat with me. Uh, as always, if you want to keep up to date with everything that Pagan are doing, you can do so on all their various social media platforms, which will be linked in the description of this podcast. Um, and yeah, if you like what you hear from this podcast, remember, please subscribe, give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to this. Please just give us a subscribe, share us with your friends and help build the little audience that we have for this show um next week i'm hoping to do a little bit of a collab episode but we'll wait and see if that actually pans out but if not we'll be back as normal so as always thank you again for stopping by just the justin insight podcast and i'll see you soon Mm -hmm.